أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يسبح لله ما في السماوات وما في الأرض الملك القدوس وهو العزيز الحكيم هو الذي بعث في الأمين رسولا منهم يتلو عليهم آياته ويزكيهم ويزكيهم ويعلمهم الكتاب والحكمة وإن كانوا من قبل لفي ضلال مبين وآخرين منهم لما يلحقوا بهم وهو العزيز الحكيم ذلك فذل الله يؤتيه من يشاء والله ذو الفضل العظيم مثل الذين حملوا التوراة ثم لم يحملوها كمثل الحمار يحمل أسفارا بعسى مثل لقوم الذين كذبوا بآيات الله والله لا يحد القوم الظالمين قل يا أيها الذين حادوا إن زعمتم أنكم عولياء لله من دون الناس فتمنوا فتمنوا الموت إن كنتم صادقين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله السمد لم يلد ولم يلد ولم يقل له كفوا أحد صدق الله العظيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم I think um, the experience of, of feeling alienated, of um, sort of a deep loneliness, is inextricably bound up with being human. Um, <clears throat> The degree to which we individuate, the degree to which we stand apart from and become separate, autonomous, apparently autonomous beings, is clearly the degree to which we, we also have to be cut off. And so it's hardly surprising that we suffer a sense of um, loneliness 
which can morph into a kind of despair. Um, and that, that loneliness has many ways of manifesting itself. One of the ways that it manifests itself is a nostalgia, a nostalgia for relationships lost, lost for connections gone, for loves lost. Oh, if only I had married that one, or if only my life had gone like this with this one. Another way in which uh, <coughs> this, um, this loneliness manifests itself is, um, is, a, is a sense of, of, uh, of being among strangers. That although you're with intimates, you still get, there's a level at which you feel that there's a gulf that you count, there's an unbridgeable abyss between yourself and others and uh, that um, you you at some level you cannot truly know what goes on behind somebody else's eyes at some level you stay at least as Allah's made our condition on this planet this time you stay permanently the only subject you know you cannot know somebody else's inner life. You can infer, you can assume, very often quite accurately, but it is an inference and it is an assumption. You cannot look through my eyes as I cannot look through yours. You cannot finally move to, other than your imagination, you cannot occupy my vantage point on life. And so mine stays uniquely my own. So, so there is a level at which one can, can find uh, this, um, this condition that we're in. Almost a, a bit of a cruel trick. Why have I been made? Why, why, why is my sense of being so deeply cast in a sense of alienation, of being cut off? The first thing we need to understand is what we're alienated from. And clearly, if we say, uh, you know, when somebody dies, uh, so we have come from Allah and we go back to Allah. It means that that which we are be, have this sense of alienation from is from him. And um, Fatima Hassan gave me a very beautiful uh, metaphor for this uh, in a piece of text some time ago. She said, um, the, the infant, the child, or rather the embryo, cannot know the mother until it is born. The embryo cannot know that which is it is in a sense pickled in. So unless you stand apart from, you cannot know. So knowing, <coughs> if he seeks to be known, which is why he created all of existence, that comes at the price of alienation. That is a precondition for this. 
the journey away from him, the journey of being alienated, you can also describe as our process of becoming our social selves, our social persona, which is an educated thing. It's something that you get, it's it's a series of agreements you make for good behavior with people around you. It's like all of these many contracts that you, you, uh, you of, of assumed reciprocity that you have with other people because um, clearly if I'm cut off, if I'm alienated, I'm therefore also vulnerable. And how do I deal with that vulnerability? Because I make an agreement with my brothers to collude against that which is threatening. The great tyrant. Uh, so that we can build the city wall to keep the wild at bay. And we do that. And we, uh, we uh, part of our individuation and our alienation is necessary, otherwise we cannot rediscover him. But that is becoming uh, a person among people, a social person. And one of the, um, one of the most powerful tools that we get indoctrinated with is our sense of disgust. Our sense of um, that thing that makes your mouth pull down. You know, that thing that you teach little Johnny when you catch him playing with his own excrement. That sense of uh, that disgust. It's the root of, uh, of our separating from the world. And that sense of disgust gets played on. It gets played on by the higher offense, so that we get increasingly uh, trapped in a world which has this insistence on this pristine, you see, the kind of... Um, the, and then therefore also rational. Um, now clearly, I mean, basically just having reasonable hygiene requires one to have some some kind of a sense of disgust but we completely over you know overuse it and one of the ways in which we overuse our sense of disgust is in relation to other people so we um we view others as distasteful and um, we view others as distasteful for purely arbitrary reasons. You know, skin color, um, uh, ethnicity, uh, language. Uh, um, I mean, we can find all sorts of inventive ways, class of making, of, of, of getting a sense of disgust with regard to other people. It stands to reason then that one of the things that is a very powerful ally on our path of rediscovering who we really are and going back home and uh, transcending our alienated state is transcending that state of disgust and particularly transcending it with regard to people. So you really do have to take on your prejudices. If you're on this path, you really have to take on your prejudices. And 
one can say, one can go as far as to say that anybody who operates um, an excessive kind of sense of disgust towards other people for whatever reason, by definition, cannot be on this path. Hmm. You... You're guaranteed homecoming. Because as we've come from him, we know we'll go back to him. We know one of the things we endeavor to do on this path is to go back to him before we go back to him. Die before we die. And why is that? Because that is the only reasonable way of, uh, and, the, and the only um, convincing way of transcending this deep loneliness and alienation that we experience. So can you sit with yourself long enough and just be companionable with the tree and with the tea you've just had and, and be perfectly contented in your own company? Because if you can, if you no longer need to repeat, recite to your brothers these, um, these rules of reciprocity, which then create this illusion that we are, we are bandied together against the enemy. If you can just stop that chattering for a while, you discover that Allah and His creation is not your enemy. It is your ally. That He's your ally. And that He is the closest companion and the, the most um, trustworthy friend you could ever have. And He's... His um, alliance with you is completely unconditional. He seeks nothing. It's not like people. People are conditional. People have, uh, have all sorts of expectations that you should uh, live up to um, rules of good behavior before they'll um, affirm you. Your Rabb has made you worthy of being before you are able to do a single conscious act. So, so he, he's, he continues to send the rain. He continues to give you the food, whether you acknowledge him or not. His relationship with you is completely unconditional. So the truth of the matter is that where we get indoctrinated into th assuming that we live in a world that is populated by dangers, that we need an excessive sense of disgust to stay pristine and well, and that we need to engage in these really complex patterns of uh, reciprocities in order to make our lives work, all of that is false. It's all a lie. You can drop that whole charade and immediately get back home. Because it's that charade that keeps you alienated, that keeps you away from being at home. 
And I'll grant us newness to him. Amen. May he grant us annihilation in him. Amen. May he grant us death before we die. In Allah, how malaikatuhu yusallu ala nabi. Ya ayu ala dhina amanu yusallu ala yusallim al-taslima. Allahumma salli ala sayyidina Muhammadin abdika wa rasulika nabiyin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim al-taslima. Subhana rabbika rabbal izzatina wa yasifun wa assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.